What is up fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quickie special edition. What's up guys? Hi uh Komish. How are you? Hello. Special daily fantasy okay. quickie today because that's the first quickie that we will have a guest and our guests I uh, won't you know extend any I won't prolong it any longer. I'll introduce the guest, of course, uh, fantasy analyst of hoopball.com, uh, Mr. Eric Ong. Eric, how are you? Hello, guys. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Um, I'm doing well, thanks. How's the fantasy teams uh, doing so far? Uh, terribly. So, uh, I think I'm only... I, I, I only have one... Uh, one league left where I have a chance to win, which is terrible considering I've been playing so many leagues. Uh, I think I'm in a dozen leagues this year, so I'm only one league that um, I have a chance to win money. But it's it's um, it's the biggest uh, buy-in league. It was like um, I think $150 buy-in. So mm-hmm. if I win this, I'm 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 still in the, much black for the for the season. Pretty much covered yeah, if yeah. you waited. So, uh, what what's um, what happened? And, the injuries. And, <laughs> um, injuries. Yes, I can blame some of that. Uh, and a lot of it was. Uh, okay, I told myself. I tell myself every season that I should be more patient at the start of the season. That's you know. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of the advice I generally give also uh, Because in the past As I've been playing this game For the many many years that I've been playing it um, I'm actually a trigger happy manager In the first two weeks I've, I sometimes blow through A third of my allotted moves In the first two weeks of the season um, Hurriedly picking up um, the, the, the best you know, early performers And mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to regret it. So I, I think I stayed too patient too long with the wrong guys. Like what who? Happened. Like who? Early in the season, there were a lot of uh, players who were really underperforming and caused panic to a lot of managers. Yeah. Um, like who? I hung on to Boyan Bogdanovich of Utah too long. Um, uh, in some leagues, I think I held on to Kelly Oubre too long. I mean, not necessarily drop him, but I, I had, you know, low ball trade offers for him. And I think some of them in hindsight, I should have taken already mm-hmm. because I, I was just, um, because I convinced myself pre-draft that Kelly Oubre would be, uh, a, a top stud. 50. Yeah. Yeah, a top 50 guy. And I go, okay, he's just off to a slow start. I'm not going to trade him for a top 100 guy. I'm going to, you know, but it took him so long to get, you know, and uh, during the course of the early season, I I suffered too many, well, in head-to-head, right? So I suffered too many 2-7 losses, 3-6 losses. Lopsided losses. Yeah. Um and, and and is it in, in in injuries also because I had so many leagues I had three leagues where I invested in Carl Anthony Towns and he missed mm. so much time yeah. and he's critical like for example now that I have him back in one of the leagues that I you know kept him or traded for him in 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 this particular case um he's such a swing player that uh, I, I I'm beating my opponent seven two six yeah. three. But without him, you're losing seven, you know, two seven or three six. Yeah. So, um, there. But on the one league where I'm winning, um, it's 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 very competitive because the number two guy who who is you know um, who I'm trying to keep away from the top spot um, is Bruski. So it's there's a little bit of pride. Um, <laughs> so I, I, by the way, for, for for your listeners who don't know Bruski, he's Aaron Bruski, yeah. and he's the the founder. And um, original uh, the owner of Hoopball, 
Yeah. Um, you might have known him from his time at uh, when he used to write for Roto World, and yeah. he's been a well-known fantasy expert. And um, I've been playing against him in so many leagues for so many years. And in this particular league that we've been playing for together for like maybe five or six years now, he's like won four of them, five of them. So this oh. is my first chance to to quote unquote <laughs> kick his butt. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're staying but, away from him. Uh, yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, it, well, but for, for, yeah, for context, no, it's it's a roto league, so I'm ah, okay, I'm yeah, currently okay. fifth. So I'm I'm 15 points ahead of him right now. Um, so there. So I I, yeah, I just yeah. need to I, I just need to hope that his injuries that he has more injuries than I do. <laughs> so so, but Eric, is it like the COVID situation this year changed your strategy a little bit, or did you just just not mind it for the uh, when you when you entered the the season this year, or was it at back of your mind and so did you make some changes with how you played the season? Mm, I think I actually should have changed the way I played, and I didn't react to it enough. Okay. Um. So I so the answer is no. It didn't change the way I played. And I think I should have tweaked the way I played um, so much so that because I didn't change the way I played, it cost my poor performance in in in, in so many leagues. Okay. Mm, okay. So that's that that's what um, that's what happened there. I okay for for context, I I play with guys who don't have who 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 are in leagues that don't have IR IL spots. So it's mm. extra. It's extra, you know, terrible. Yeah, it's extra challenging. So, uh, for, for the longest time, I mean, pre-COVID, I was fine with those with those leagues. But yeah. this year, it was extra. It was extra challenging. I mean, yeah. since since we're using that term, um, and I think I should have been more liberal with guys that I would drop. Or, okay, another disadvantage of playing in so many leagues is that I cannot be as active as I'd like to be in the trade market because, you know, yeah. playing in a dozen leagues, I can't reach out to, you know, four or five managers yeah. <laughs> per league, you know, with trade offers. I won't have time for, for work or any other kind yep, of yep. a life. Right. I so, agree. I agree. Um, if for example, I was just playing in three leagues, then yeah, sure. I could, you know, um, exert better effort and, you know, um, wheel and deal and whatever but uh, because of my habit or um pattern of of playing in so many leagues i tend to be more passive as a a manager in the sense that i don't go out of my way to send offers uh-huh. uh, back in the day i used to i'm actually somebody who is very open to trading as a because i'm the type of guy who's never satisfied with my team because it can always get better. You can yep. always improve. Yeah. And trading, as we know, is one of the ways to improve your team. Yep. So I, I like it as a mechanism for improving my team. It's just that I simply do not have the time to, to, to be able to do that for all my leagues. And I remember when you uh, joined us earlier in the season, you mentioned you were trying to limit your leagues to five or six, I think. Uh or yeah, we saw, how that, <laughs> we saw how that. Uh, well, um, I was kind of surprised it went up to eight uh, to twelve already. <laughs> but yeah, I know because there, there there are some leagues that I that I just can't say no to, um, because um, I I don't know I I need help. <laughs> I, I just like the, okay. The fault, the, the fault there is I enjoy drafting, first of all. Actually, actually time, a lot another, of I, managers do enjoy the yeah. drafting part. That If they don't get a then good they forget about player, the good team, they'll join another league to try and get a, a, a better team. Okay, there you go. So part of me, for example, I, I join a league. I'm not so happy with my draft position or, 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 or the players I drafted. I think I could improve on the draft, for example. So I want um, not necessarily a re-roll, but you know, try try again on in a different league, for example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
are there any uh players that surprise you this year? A lot, actually. Um maybe your uh, top they're, they're... three players that really surprise you to didn't expect them to really maybe in a good way or in a bad way as well. Surprise you in a good way, in a bad way. Uh huh. Okay. I would say well off the top, Kelly Ubre, obviously. I have to. I didn't think he yeah. would be that bad. Right? He's top 75 um, now in nine nine cats, so at least it's not as bad. Yes, yes. But if you that's just now. And you know, because <laughs> yeah, for the, the rest of the season, it, yeah. It, correct. Um uh, Chris about, Boucher, yeah. I was I, I was wrong. I, I didn't think he would well, I was both right and wrong because in the sense that I'm wrong every so often because he's only good every so often. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my impression on, on, on Chris initially was that he wasn't going to be uh, a breakout player. Mm-hmm. And he oh, broke I... out. And he does break out, actually, once or twice a week. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. So I'm right 50% of the time <laughs> in, in, Let, in that sense. Let's stay for a bit there with Chris Boucher. Uh, is he he sure. he does play really well every now and then, but a lot of managers are quite frustrated with him. Uh, and the the bad times, they feel like they need to drop him. They want to drop him already. Do you think it would be wise for managers to drop him on on those bad days? Mm. Or or I mean, they, they are they are frustrated with Nick Nurse, I guess, more than Chris Boucher. But for the whole season, he's been dropped, added, dropped, added, and it's been a controversial player in fantasy. So, do you think those managers that dropped him made a good decision, or is it really wrong to drop him at any time? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll break my answer into two parts. In Roto, yes, it's bad to drop him because you're after yeah. his averages over the course of the season anyway, and what you get is what you get, and you you have to look at. Um, what he ends up contributing in terms of totals uh, yeah. at the end of the season anyway. So the good games uh, offset the bad games in such a way that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, in head-to-head, I-, I would answer that based on depth. For example, I wouldn't criticize someone for dropping him in a standard 12-teamer mm-hmm. okay, during those bad weeks. Mm-hmm. Um because based on weekly matchups, it's key to have consistent guys because you want it it's um Boucher having a bad game is almost like having him injured. That's how bad he plays. It's like he you know, that's how it's like when he, his bad game is worse than an FA than a free agent's average Good, game, yeah, yeah. for example. Right? Okay. So in that sense, let's say the Raptors played three games that week. He had two bad games. He already screwed your team. So mm-hmm. if, 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 if the impact that he was providing the fantasy team was, you know, detrimental, I, I would have dropped him in, in 12 team. I, you know, I would have. So, yeah, my answer is okay. But the deeper the, deeper the league, the more patient I'd be with high upside players because – his good games, you know, one good game by Boucher is better than two good games of a free agent. It's always there. To, to help you make your decision when it comes to dropping a player who you are have a question mark on, ask yourself, it's going to be much better. Always compare to the average free agent in your league. Look at, look at the, you know, look at who's, who are, your options are. Or even if you want to do a calculation, get the median of what their stats are and what what average stats they're going to do. Or if you're replacing him, let's say, with a center, get an average of the stats that the average center will provide. So odds are the average center won't block as much, for example, or won't have as good a free throw percentage as him at less attempts. So in that sense, if that was the situation at the time, I'd hold. Mm -hmm. But if I saw someone who is, you know, let's say somebody, you know, dropped 
somebody who was good or whatever or somebody offered me a trade. Yeah, I, I'd let go of him because I personally, personally, I don't like guys like that who have okay. um, a high variance production. Yeah. I'd rather have somebody who's who's not consistent. I mean, somebody who you'll never be wowed with but will win a league for you is like Tobias Harris. Okay. When yeah. you know you have to redefine fantasy stud and put his picture there. Yeah. Because he's not, you know, he's just solid and he does yeah. everything and he does it well and he hardly gets injured. He's just you not know, uh, I think Tobias uh, Harris over he's just not sexy a name. sexy name or exactly. uh, exciting and, pick. And, and, and if there's one message, yeah, it's a bit too early for messages, but, but if there's one thing I could impart to your listeners, you know, is, is to don't get too hung up on, on sexy names. You know, go for the unsexy. I mean, it's, it's yes. a game about numbers and look at the numbers, yeah. which is a lesson that, you know, I'm going to probably post here in front of my <laughs> wall so it's in my face because, because I don't follow it. I mean, you know, I'm also, no, I mean, I, I have... Um, for a game that's supposed to be rational, logical, and all about the numbers, I'm a very emotional. Yeah, yeah. I'm a very and, emotional and manager. A lot of managers so, are as well. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, and 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 that's one advice I would give. Uh, back in the day when I had time to devote, when I had more time to devote to my leagues, is is be very observant. Listen. Well, nowadays things have evolved especially in our leagues here in the Philippines, almost every league has its own group chat in, in Facebook, right? Each yeah, league has yeah. its own. So pay very, if you had the time, which a lot of people don't also, but but pay attention to the to the chatter. So you will, because people get to be more vocal nowadays in the new age of fantasy. Because back then, back in the old days, there were no group chats for leagues that yeah. were popular. I mean, it's just within the platform, but... But because of the evolution of the Facebook group chat per league, it's more vocal. People get to express themselves more. And, and that's extra information. So um, somebody would say, oh, my God, Moses Brown had such a terrible game. I don't want him anymore. Should I drop? I mean, of course, they won't, he won't ask in, in that league chat if he should drop him because, you know, um, the, the sharks would, you know, would smell blood in the water. But... <laughs> The comments in you know, the comments there are how guys react to trash talk because you love to trash talk other other t- other, other managers, managers players and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, so, so that's that's extra information that people should use nowadays in the modern fantasy that we play. Talking about sexy names, Eric. Like this year, like the first round picks have not really panned out, right? For I mean, in general. You can say like Trey Young. I mean, since we're doing a quickie uh, today, Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Zion, these guys played really well. Uh, what's your take on Trey Young? Like, did he deserve the first round pick? Well, he was a first round pick. A lot by the people. numbers, obviously not. And I think, um, but where were the people wrong? Uh, yes. So he, he, oh, oh, the point is. Uh, no, he's not lived up to it, clearly. But yeah. you have to look back at the time when people valued him as somebody who would improve to the point that he's going to produce the first, first round value. Because you're making, you're making your assessment on a results-based um, qualification. Yeah. So yeah. If, if I were to, to use the analogy of poker, just because a guy drew out on you, that doesn't mean your decision... To make that play was necessarily wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he was worth the risk as a late first round pick. Late, okay? Somewhere mm-hmm. in the top 11, 12 is where I would have placed Trey Young. Okay. Yeah. But the only hot name in the you know, and I and I was I think I mentioned this the last time I was with you, that Luca is not a top three pick. And that was the one that was outright wrong because he was not gonna be top three value and he didn't produce even top yeah. 10 top 12 value right so that's yeah, yeah. that's the biggest example of sexy name that i i, I can you know sexy but, player right so he's 
he's he's handsome too. But <laughs> but even then, as as good looking as the guy is, okay, now you guys are blushing. All right, I, I meant as a joke that you guys are blushing. You're the guy. You're you're the ones who are turned on. So, yeah. but my my point is, um, he's he's not there yet. Yeah. Will he be yeah. there? I I probably I, I I think he will. I think he will. I think it's just one or two seasons too soon. Luca, are you talking about Luca? Yeah, Luca, for example, like he's yeah. Uh, uh, Tatum, like. Can, can Tatum produce first round value? Yeah. I, I think he was uh, similar to Trey. He was yep. worth uh, an 11 or 12 pick. But people were I grabbing him. Okay. Yeah. Zion is probably going to be the next player to average 40 points per game in a season, maybe two seasons, uh, uh, next season or two seasons from now at the rate that he's scoring. Um, okay. I, he's crazy good. And I think that okay, everybody. It's like, it's for example, like the stock market that you are investing based on expected value or expected yeah. growth. Yeah. So people have been valuing him on an on, on on production that he will produce several seasons ahead of his development. So yes. when he was a rookie, people were so excited, and they were drafting him at so so and so spot. But he's only producing that level now. So, okay. Mm. So, when they... But now, I think we're... Then people got disappointed. So, his his price went down. But he's playing well again. And so, his mm. price is going to go up. Um, but I think... All right? I think... Even though I said that he's going to be a 40 PPG player at some point in his career. Uh, until he addresses his free throw, he's just going to be a points league type of guy. In the category format, you know, uh, competitive formats, he's still going to sting you too much in free throw. Um, unless it's head-to-head and you're committed to punt free throw, he's not very attractive. Like, I prob- I mean, one thing I realized over the last two seasons, I'm really a better roto player than I am an, a head-to-head player. Um, but I think head-to-head but- has a lot of luck in it, especially this year. Yes. Right. So, yes. Because, okay, the, re- the reason I, I, I agree with that and to explain it to your listeners is because results are looked at within a smaller sample size week by week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, all it takes is, you know, one or two bad games and it swings the result um, either positively or negatively yeah. you know, for your team. So it makes it look like luck-based. In this, in that sense, because you can have a bad week, but overall, yeah. and I think that's that's um, it, it's 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 not good to look at it that way. You have to look at you know how many games a player plays mm-hmm. per season, what he averages um, as far as production per game goes, and you will see how good the player he will be in head to head. I mean. Even if you switch either per game or totals, um, we'll go back to my guy, Tobias Harris. It's really hard to beat him as far as where he was drafted. He was, odds are drafted. Fifth round? I mean, yeah, right? So, yeah. Something like that. And, you know, and that's because guys didn't, you know, didn't have a choice anymore. They they felt like they (laughs) were settling for him, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. actually, yes. Yeah, they go, oh, oh, oh God, there's no one left. Okay, fine, Tobias. I mean, nobody was, okay, nobody was actually ever excited to be picking Tobias. Yeah, Tobias. Right? I mean, let's be honest. But He's probably in the same uh, area with DeRozan, who's not being picked too high as well because he's boring, he's his game is boring. It's not fun to watch. It's not exciting. Yeah, really. one 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 group chat, and and this is a a Filipino expression. You know, so to your foreign listeners, yeah, you'll have to ask a Filipino what it means. But we call the Rosen plain rice. So he's <laughs> he's plain rice. So he's <laughs> um he's flavorless, but you know, very nourishing and important for your yeah. basic food group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's talk about a little bit about injuries. So there are a lot of injuries this year. Uh, what's your take on these players? Shea. Is he a drop already? Shea Gilgis Alexander. 
if if you have the the injury slot to save him, sure save him. But if you're if we're talking in 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 leagues that don't, uh, I've seen it. Okay, in all my leagues that don't have an IL spot, he's already on the wire. Mm-hmm. Weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's there's no point in in, in holding on to him then because. Yeah. It's a wait. It's a bit late to ask that question now. I'm sorry because we're well. Teams ha- are are jockeying for those top eight spots yep, in playoffs. Yep. If we're talking head to head, yep. And if you were holding on to him and you were competing for that top eight spot, you were already doing it wrong. So he would have should have been a drop. Yeah. Okay. Before. Yeah. So deciding to drop him now is border. It's already becoming borderline. It's too late. If a little he, too late. Yeah. Uh, okay. It also again when it comes to these uh, drop questions, it's always relative to your position in the standings. Yeah. I might, if I was you know top seed and already guaranteed a playoff spot by now, I probably would have the luxury of holding, and I'd probably recommend the same for anyone in that in that position. Hold them, sure. But if yeah. you're ninth, tenth, yeah, drop them. Jeez, drop. I mean, I've seen LeBron dropped. I mean, big the, the biggest big names. names. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. All of these guys are dropped. Um, but but these but, players, like, because uh, LeBron's another player who might be might. Let's say you're uh, you're within. You're already in the playoffs, right? You you made the playoffs. LeBron's there in your team. Uh, is there really some hope that he you he'll still give you some good value later on, or because? That's the big. He is a top what? A top fifteen player, top twenty maybe. Um, well, when and, he comes back, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but uh, okay. Do you think that given the Lakers are you know they, he'll they rush him back or uh, they might rest him a lot of games and is it worth it to hold on to him even if you know they're gonna be probably be resting him a lot of games? Mm, I'm not sure they're gonna rest him a lot of games. I think that would have been the scenario if the Lakers were like in a top two, top three position, mm-hmm. but they aren't. They aren't. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the moment that he's healthy enough to play off the top, he's going to play. And the seeding that the Lakers will be chasing will matter. When mm-hmm. it is mathematically impossible for them to improve their seed or for them not to be at risk to, to, to fall to a lower, riskier seed, then that's the time that he'd be quote unquote, you know, probably rested by the team. But it will be a priority for the team and LeBron to improve the seeding of the Lakers going in because the West is such a dangerous conference. You yeah. don't know. It's very easily to get upset. You know, yep. just just look what happened to them. All it took was an injury to AD, then an injury to or an injury to LeBron. It's you, you're they, they got screwed and yeah. they were losing so many games, yeah. So it's and that's and that's one thing I the the it, since we're talking about playoffs and strategy, yeah. fantasy playoffs, don't be shy to drop guys. Okay, mm-hmm. every season I have even even at, at that that caliber, that's the I think the attachment is always there, like this is a top uh, uh guy. For it's me. my first round pick. Something it's like my that. first round pick. Uh, should I really drop it? I, I think it's the same thing for Shea, who was probably picked what's late second round, early third. People are so attached that this is my second round pick. I mean, in my 16-team league where I had no IL, where there's no IL, AD was dropped. Oh. Anthony oh. Davis was dropped. Oh, early, early, or... I mean... Right when, when he when got found, injured. Okay. When the news came out, when the prognosis came out that it was six weeks, potentially, you know, yeah. the, the, when the length of time was clear and the guy realized that, you know, he, they, they dropped. He was dropped. Mm. And, and, and the thing is, AD was owned by somebody who was like in the ninth position in the standings. Mm-hmm. And games were... Okay, it, it, it's easy to say, hold on to AD because he matters. But then you already have one dead slot that you're nursing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not taking into account the other random missed games that 
Domantas Sabonis will miss or Miles Turner or whoever the hell Malcolm Brogdon would miss, right? Right? Yeah. So you those unexpected missed games suddenly swing the week in your opponent's favor. Then just when you thought that you were preserving a 4-5 loss and were comfortable with it, it suddenly blew up and you lost 2-7, right? Yeah. Okay. And those miscalculations are some... And, and to be honest, that's some, and that happens to me. I miss... I miscalculated certain weeks, and, and and to be fair, also, I, you know, um, okay, <laughs> another reminder, notice of why it's so bad. So sometimes I just click on start active players or start all yeah, for yeah. the week, <laughs> okay. But there are times that there are days on heavy days that you have more active players than slots. Yeah, and there are times that Yahoo, for example, will sit. A better player than yeah. somebody that, right? Yes. So yes. there are times that um, I inadvertently played an inferior player. Yeah. Than, you know, if I paid attention or looked that's, through. That's the annoying, days. actually. <laughs> that happens. Okay. That, and that's a lesson to everyone. If you're serious about the game, you have to look at every day and who's seated, who's rostered, who's active every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Go. Um, how more about guys? More questions. Uh, how yeah. about a player like James Harden, for example? James Harden, you mentioned that the Lakers probably won't rest LeBron James, right? James Harden is injured. It doesn't seem serious, or at least not as long as LeBron James. But uh, Brooklyn, for example, is uh, right there at the top, uh, maybe close to being the first or at least the number two seed in the East. Uh, would that be a concern for managers who are who own Harden, who is now injured, and the team is so stacked that they can afford to rest him uh, some games. I guess, in essence, the question is, when it comes to playoff strategies, is resting a real concern for managers? Because it's been a concern throughout the season, like, oh, this player might rest, this player might rest, but yeah, is it really a, con- a big concern when it comes to fantasy playoffs? Rest and shutdown. Okay, let's separate those two questions since you added. So let's separate rest versus shutdown. When you say yeah. rest, odds are it happens uh, on one of the ends of a back-to-back, and that's you know to optimize rest. Uh, or, or let's say that for people to visualize it in in their heads, when a team of 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 you know a certain player has four games in a week and you expect them to be seated or rested, you should expect only three games to be played by that player, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that shouldn't be a big deal. I mean, it's, it's just thinking about it in the same context that we pursued or continued with the fantasy season in a time of COVID. There's mm-hmm. risks, and it's a risk that applies to, to, to everyone anyway. So, yeah. okay, my point is, Yes, it's a problem, but it's Harden. What are you going to do otherwise other than keep him? Yeah. You have no other choice. But, okay, one Harden game is like two or three two, two or three Tyler Hero games, you know? Yeah, maybe three. It's not, Tyler Hero, it's maybe not, three. <laughs> all right. You, you, you get, it's, it's, it's just not okay. These guys are irreplaceable. It's yeah. not like you can, you know, it, it, it. We're past the trade deadline. These are questions that managers should have asked themselves before, before the trade deadline, and and exited his position then. Um, yeah. But now, yeah, hold, hold. I mean, it. That, but then that that th- this thinking or this um, this line of questioning uh, becomes different as as the value of the player goes down. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, would you so, hold a John Wall, for example, or uh, a good example of somebody who's going to be gone long is like Victor Oladipo, right? Yeah. He's going to be gone long. Is is he worth a hold? I'd say no. He's going to be gone. What, ten games or something like that? I mean, yeah. so I wouldn't hold on to Depot, but I'd hold on to Harden. That that's. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So the Harden, it, 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 I think, is definitely a hold. It's just that. Uh, early on, I think maybe it's something that you know listeners could 
especially those that have been already eliminated that they can bring into the next season rain is rest really a big deal when it comes to setting your team into the the playoffs or is it just uh something that uh we overanalyze that these players may rest these players may rest uh like yeah just uh, yeah. my point is um the better the player even if he plays three games they're, they're okay it's still Let, a solid say, contribution yes yes two, two games of stephen curry is better than four games of 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 a top 150 guy yeah right so he because he produces double triple you know the production of a top 150 guard yeah for example yeah so yeah yeah so if he rests so what now, going back to your other that you asked, shutdown, well, that was a big deal. Um, yes, that's something you should be concerned about. Because like in the, the Experts League with the 30 deep that I'm in, um, it was punishing for me because my only center that was playable at the time that I was, vi- that I was in the playoffs was Al Horford. He was shut mm. down. Yeah. And I got screwed. So I... After Al Horford, next in line for me was Aaron Baines, and the gap yeah. is so far. I, yeah. I lost so I fell off a cl- the value of my center suddenly fell off a cliff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that cost me, for example. Yeah. So shutdown is a is a more serious issue. Concern. And if and you should devote an entire episode specifically to the guys that you, you know, think could be shut down and 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 highlight them. Yeah, but it's again, actually hard as well to to uh, predict who would be shut down uh, for for the the I mean who which player would be shut down later on or for the rest no, of the season. The way to right? do that is you look at the standings. Yeah, so yeah. The, you look at the, the the teams that are out of contention that they have the great they have the biggest reasons to rest their older players. Yeah. For example, and. Not necessarily just their stars, even players, and it's a bit more, um, it's a bit more clerical work involved in research. You, you you have to look at guys, for example, who are solid role players but could be on expiring contracts that they want to preserve because they want to offload it in the off season for trades. Because <clears throat> if you look at it now, uh, weirdly enough, the buyout impact was bigger than the the trade Trade. impact right because of drummond fine not aldridge not so much but even if you look at blake griffin who was trash already is is suddenly useful every so often but i I still wouldn't trust him you know (laughs) i mean but 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 you can see the impact of 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 him let's say in a deep league i would I'd, i'd use i wouldn't be shy to have picked up Blake Griffin in an 18 team, you know, where he was just lying on the wire because his impact now is, is, is okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, now let's go to the, you know, the other end of things like players who are hot now and would probably be game changers. I, I'm not sure if that's the right term game changers later on in fantasy playoffs. Uh, Moses Brown, Pokusevsky, those players, you feel uh, are are they the must own types or or which of these players are must own? Let's go from Moses Brown, Pokusevsky, and Kevin Porter Jr. Among these players, who do you think would be the biggest game changer uh, as the season ends for you? Out of those three names, Kevin Porter Jr. off the top. Obviously, he's been in the league longer. We've already seen what he's been able to do. And this is his official breakout season. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we saw that he had nice potential back in Cleveland. It's just that he became a head case and they had to let him go. But he's a great player. You can see that he's so talented and that he can do everything, actually. Yeah. He's a solid defender. He's got good playmaking skills that weren't even there. You know, okay. People were so hot, are, were so excited in the first two to three, first two months of the season with Darius Garland, right? Yeah, he's yes. like, wow, I picked up Darius Garland. I drafted him in the you know last Set eight, eight, <laughs> ten rounds. He's so good, so good. Wow, wow, wow. 
But you know what, people? The Cavs didn't even want to play him because they had Kevin Porter Jr. last year. That's how good Kevin Porter Jr. is. All right? So, um, yeah, he's off the top. Such a swing guy because he can do everything. Moses Brown. All right. Um, he's a popular... Uh, Very popular player right now. In the, 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 everyone is asking. All right. Um, will he be good? Yes. Will he be consistent? No. If you want consistency, drop him. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I'm going to say. If, right? if, if you have a choice, Moses Brown or maybe a Nerlens Noel at this point. Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel. Okay. Again, if I needed rebounds, really? if yeah, no, look at okay. look at fan, look at the numbers. Wow. Just, do you, do you own a top shot of Moses Brown or something? Why you're so excited? <laughs> All right. Why why are you so shocked? Think no, about because, it. Yeah, yeah, it's correct. You're, okay, Every, again, um, people are too uh, dissuaded when a player doesn't score. Yes. Just look at the ranking. I, uh, yeah. I, I hate it when I, I try to talk or try to use value rankings in trade discussions. Then somebody comes back at me. No, he, he go, I don't look at rankings or I have my own rankings. I go, what the hell? Then what, what, what <laughs> is our basis for discussing trades? All right. So yeah. if you just look at the numbers, really... Nerlens uh, Noel is the better player. Nerlens Noel does not, also does not have any competition. And yeah, but Moses Brown actually does have competition now yeah. at center. And Moses Brown, um, you know, if you can, if I can tell you, and you'd probably agree that Nerlens Noel has consistently been unimpressive, right? Yes, yes. And Moses maybe that's Brown where has, that's where the the some of the questions come from. Uh, there are think, really a lot of games where Nerlens Noel was like, what? This is Nerlens Noel already? I mean, people expect a lot more, I guess, from Nerlens Noel. I think Noel. Derek and I actually are one of the biggest fans of Nerlens Noel. We have talked about him a lot in our, in our podcast and we've talked people out of dropping him. But it's just hard because it's people keep on looking at the, well, the rebounds are, are a disappointment. I, I should I should agree with most of our followers were untiner than Snowell because of the rebounds. It's kind of low, but but I did say that he's averaging almost one point something steals and two point something blocks. So that I mean, you can't you can't find that in, in the waiver wire. Right? Like hello, oh wait, you want to complain about rebounds and oh, why are you dropping your Miles Turner, huh? <laughs> he doesn't rebound the ball. So why aren't you dropping him? That's true. Maybe, all right. So, I mean, everybody has a complaint, some complaint about some player, etc. I mean, there, there, there's no um, perfect player at the moment, unless, except for Nikola Jokic, who is the perfect player. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I would, you know, trade two top, two first rounders for him right now um, because how, he's how- just that good. How about Pukusevsky? Another um, hot player in the wire where people are asking. If I like him, a, a good but Basley is, uh, I think, oh, questionable yeah. or probable to come yeah. back. And he's going to have pressure from Basley, maybe. Um, he's somebody that other people would probably consider as picking up. I, I saw just yesterday or yes, late yesterday or early this morning, people were picking up Basley already. Yeah, because the news came he's, out. I think uh, probable or questionable own. already. He was upgraded. Yeah, so exactly. So he's he's due to return soon. And as as thrilling and as exciting as Poku has been, um Baisley might be pressing him for minutes and that mm-hmm. and we have to see what will happen there. Mm-hmm. But Baisley hasn't really been as impressive or maybe has been a little bit of a disappointment as well early in the season. Uh, a lot of managers were f- quite frustrated with him. I think the expectation the was the, bu- the bubble basically. <laughs> they don't care. The Thunder will still give him the minutes. That's yeah. the problem. The Thunder don't care how bad um, his... Okay. The Thunder don't care about the volume of shots that he takes and misses because they just want to let him keep on shooting shots because the, th- the, the theory there is he will be learning from his mistakes the more time he spends on the floor 
the better. Mm, yeah. You know, he's learning with real NBA games. Yeah. These are opportunities for a player to learn that's not that he cannot get from training camp or from practices, etc. So this yeah. is quote unquote real world development. Yep. That, yeah. And they want to develop him. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. There was a hot uh, since we're talking about questionable hot players, Keldon Johnson. Oh, yeah, right. That's another player. Here, let's, who's he is controversial. So the, the... He's so on the fence right now because he was hot, then he's cold, you know. Um, but where is he now? It's like he's lost, and um, lately he's been playing my, 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 better. My, my short answer is. He's not going to be great anymore this season because the biggest twist in his numbers happened post-COVID infection. So there was something, I think, that, that happened after that. Um, and it maybe affected his conditioning, etc., whatever. But during that period, that, um, that the time that there were a lot of Spurs who, yeah, yeah. who, were, who were out, who forced to miss games, ever since he came back from that, he was also, you know, playing poorly, but he had such a nice stretch. I mean, there was this time that he was like top fifty value, right? Early on, yes, yeah. he was a great. Yes, yes. Uh, early on. He was so he had hot. a great start. In fact, so, he was picked up in probably picked up in the waiver wire. He wasn't even drafted uh, in most leagues. Yes, okay. most standard well, to fourteen. Uh, I I think we were, were at least in the leagues that I was in. He was all. Almost available in pretty much all the leagues. What? No. Pre, in my pre, leagues. pre the start. Pre pre start. Huh? Not not pre start. Yeah, because yeah. he was injured, right? He was injured when he started. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 That that. But people yeah. wanted to. Yes. Yes. Because of the injury. Yeah. Because of the. But but based on expected, upside or expected production, he was, you know, um, people had high hopes post. Orlando bubble yeah. because of what he was able to do, right? And, you know, but now, uh, I mean, okay, here's an example because uh, the trade deadline of my league, of one of my leagues just was passed. today. Yeah. Or just, just passed. Yeah. Yesterday, I got an offer of Keldon Johnson for my Duncan Robinson. Oh, that's an example of somebody wanting to offload his Keldon. Despite the Spurs having a reasonably good fantasy yeah, yeah, yeah. schedule, right? Yeah. And he yeah. and and yet he preferred my Duncan Robinson. So that's that's a ballpark of the guy's valuation in the sense that, despite schedule, he thinks Duncan Robinson is going to help his team better than Keldon Johnson. Yeah. So uh, that's another I kind of agreed, and I kind of declined. <laughs> no, I think kind of I declined. Kind of. So I kept Keldon my Duncan Robinson. Help. Duncan Robinson has the elite stat at least three pointers. Keldon, I don't know, maybe rebounds, but he's not even that elite there. He doesn't steal or block as much already right now, right? So yes, the, that could the, be the drop in the counting stats hurt him the most. Yeah. Um, and there was a time that he was shooting terribly also during those mm. times that he went on. He went. He actually went on a slump. That there was this um, two well. Almost two week period that he was yeah, scoring yeah. in the single digits, but he was yep. like tw taking twelve attempts and making only three three shots. It was it was terrible. So yeah, um, I mean, in the end, the 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 guards to own there is like you know Derek White is is, yep. is the way to go. Um, and a lot of fantasy managers as well are iffy hey, Derek. on Derek White, <laughs> uh, especially early in the season when he was out. Like, <laughs> they didn't want oh, to okay. believe that out. Derek even White when he was, was out, was a... yeah, fine, but even when he was even, playing, even when he came, he, when he was when playing, he back. a lot of our listeners are like, you know, Derek White sucks, Derek White this, we want to drop Derek White. And again, we were, we kept on, you know, trying to, we were saying that Derek White is one of the best point guards when you need the blocks or the steals because he deals, not, yeah. not a lot of point guards gives you. Blocks, right? And 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 no. yeah, pr probably he's just not that sexy player as well <laughs> that people yeah. want to own. He uh, was he, he was hot. I mean, 
I I I I know so many players and uh, fantasy managers who wanted Derek White. So I I don't know what the what the thing is. Uh, he, and and, and he that he's struggled. That was the biggest one of the bigger problems that happened this season. And it's it, and it's something that I intend to cash in on next season, is because uh, a lot of emo people went through a lot of ups and downs <laughs> with their emotions this year, right? Yes, true. And yes, true. and what's gonna happen is those emotions, which were triggered and I guess maybe burned into the memories of a lot of managers, are based off situational causes like a guy got covid or yeah. a guy got injured Injury. too long or yeah he didn't um recover too quickly from his covid bout it took yeah. him too long for example carl anthony towns missed so much time i don't like him as a top five pick anymore yeah or uh, this guy you know struggled uh, early i don't jimmy you know, butler is one that, another player who started really slow Oh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Because he yes, was injured, yes. right? And then he got COVID. And then that's another... It's like a shorter time frame than Carl Anthony Towns. But he was uh, being sold for very low value uh, when he was injured. Yes, yes. So right. I only saw... I, I only in, in, in the many leagues I, I've been playing, I saw him transacted or traded once. He was a swapped, straight swap for LeBron. Mm, Before pre, that was, pre-Lebron, pre-Lebron that was injury, close. yeah. So that, that was, was that was a fair trade both ways, you know. Because yeah. you know it, it. But Butler's obviously another another player, down. I guess, is Nurkic, who's really frustrated a lot of his owners. Uh, I'm not even sure if Nurkic can get back to that that early round type of game. I was given this question today, like Nurkic or Mobamba. <laughs> they they wanted to drop Nurkic for Mobamba. Yeah. That's how honest. low it 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 has gotten for Nurkic. But, wow. But, um, uh, it was hard. I mean, th- that's hard to hard to answer because like Nurkic will be out again tomorrow. He's gonna be rested. Yes, again. yes, he is. So so, I kind of said you know if if it works for you, I guess. <laughs> that's what you answered. <laughs> Uh, That's what you answered. I said Nurkic, so I did say Nurkic. But but I would understand because right now there's fighting for playoff position and Bamba does is playing very well and has more minutes, right? Bamba is playing very well. Bamba is playing better than Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. Yeah. So so I guess uh yeah, Nurkic is probably yeah, that one player that frustrated a lot of owners and right now is really still frustrating uh some owners. Uh but let's look as well on the another set of players. If you need point guards, Cole Anthony, Killian Hayes, or Theo Maladon. Cole Anthony. Not close. No, 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 no. Even both of those other two guys together. <laughs> Plus FA pick, no. Call Anthony. I'm call Anthony all the way, all the way. Um, okay. I, I I think okay. First of all, listen. What, what is this injury? It was fractured ribs. It's not legs. It's not yeah, knees. Yeah. It's not wrist. So yeah. he's gonna shoot the way he shot. He's gonna run the way he ran. It's just that he couldn't take contact, and that was the problem. So yeah. he's gonna play really well, and he was already playing well before, before yeah. yes before that injury and he's gonna get back to that and if you're the Orlando Magic you're gonna be very excited about your future you know with the backcourt of, of Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz that's yep. your backcourt you know your future backcourt and you're hoping your center will be you know a, a combination of Carter Wendell Carter and, and Bamba then you have you know, Jonathan Isaac as your yeah um, another player your PDF and and Chuma as your SF. That Chuma was a very pleasant surprise. He's one of the biggest surprises. You know, I have a I have a fantasy crush on his game. It's very <laughs> good. Um, Jishan Tate is another, another yeah great surprise. Um, 
he's not that big a name as far as rookies go, but his his fantasy game is very good. I think he's top eighty. I think right now, with definitely top one hundred easy. Uh, yes. Jay Sean Tate. So so Cole Anthony there. Uh, between the the McDaniel's brothers, who are also hot topics right now, uh, Jalen and Jaden. Uh, do you think Jalen can keep it up with the Hornets? I don't know. It depends if you trust their coach. <laughs> he did. He played starter again, but again. like I said, it was against the bench of the Milwaukee Bucks, and the the first game was against the G League. So OKC. can you really count that game? <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why that's it's fair. quite hard. Right? Hey. Again, um, sample size is poor in the sense that he's only started so many games. Two, just two games. I, I think three three games. or, or Exactly. Or and and technically, you have to put an asterisk on tonight's game because of the opposition, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I'd go with with the, the Wolves, McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually, if you filter for his... I, I think one month or even two weeks value. It, it's still very good. He's yeah. another example of somebody who does not score a lot, but he has yeah. good field goal, good free throw. He'll give you steals, blocks, blocks, so and so rebounds, and she shoots threes. Yeah, he's he's like he's like um uh uh a lower version of Rashid Wallace that could be better. Mm. Uh, the way his stat set yeah, is. Yeah. Right and now. the way and, he plays, and the wolves are 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 really committed already to him as the as as the power forward going, you know, for the rest of the season. They want to develop him alongside Carl Anthony Towns. Um, even though you'll see the random Jake Clayman game, yeah, just just ignore him, you know. <laughs> okay, that that's one thing a lot of managers have to learn. Don't. There's some guys who will show up for you know one or two games. And, and drop off, like yeah. for example, now everybody picking up Reggie Jackson just because you know Patrick Beverly is gonna be <laughs> so two, three good games. But I've been playing this fantasy for so long that I've learned not to touch Reggie Jackson anymore. I mean, there are players <laughs> that do not uh, do not get type of players. Uh, yeah, you yeah. should have a list of those players that have burned you. Over the years, and probably uh, won't get them or draft them uh, anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- people should learn to stay away. Like, are either of you picking up Kevin Love next season? We Jen, no. Jen, Kevin no. Love drafting him. Are you drafting Kevin, we have, Kevin Love? We have a current no? bet. How many more games would Kevin Love play for the rest of the season? Five. Your... <laughs> See, no. I think. Left. I think and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm gonna lose that bet. Play in 16 more games <laughs> out of the 21. I'm that means five. you miss five more games. Just five games. Yeah. See, what? I, I, that's that's an easy bet for me. He's not gonna play 16 out of the 21 games. <laughs> Who said 16? <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy said 16. <laughs> he he believes Kevin Love will play 16 of the 21 but, remaining but, games. My I next won't. question is, how much was the bet and how can I get <laughs> no. in on this action? Yes. You can get in. You can still get in. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, no. The, the Cavs have no incentive to play him. Yes. First of all. All right. There, there is, there's, there's no point. in. I mean, they, they, they should actually do an Al Horford on him and say that he'll be, he won't be playing the rest of the season. Because they're a team. They're, the situation of the Cavs is a lot similar to, to, to the Thunder in the sense that they, they want they should be focusing all their energy on their younger players. Yep. You know? Um, you know, everybody didn't know who the hell this D Wade was. <laughs> yeah, this, everybody thought, hey, why is Dwayne Wade still on the pool? Yes. He's retired already. White right? Dwayne Wade. Who the hell is this? A white but Dwayne. no. Dean Wade is actually playable now. And he's a white dude who 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 actually does things, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. He's another player who doesn't score much, but he's an under the radar producer. I mean, don't don't knock him because look at what he's been doing in the past month or two two weeks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, especially with Larry Nance getting he, the perpetual illness issue, whatever the hell. I don't know. Wrong. I don't know what the hell is wrong with Larry Nance. Okay, 
but Dean ah. Wade is another non not sexy choice uh, for a lot of fantasy managers. And yet I picked him up just for like tomorrow's game or something like that because I'm expecting maybe a block or a steal or a yeah. three yeah. at solid. You know, he's he's amazing in the sense that he's better than so many pickups that that are out there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So I want to build it. I like. I want to build a team of not sexy picks, <laughs> and um, it'll probably win. Led by led by Tobias. It will oh, win. I can't pick him up in the. In the Wait, first. who's the first? Who's the first rounder that's reading? Kawhi. Kawhi is the not sexy pick in the first round. Well, would you agree? Yes, obviously, because people didn't expect him to play back to backs, and now he's suddenly <laughs> playing. He still has this stereotype that he will be load managed every season. So I think that's why he's really... So I think that would be the number one pick in the not sexy pick. And maybe the second round would be Paul George? Paul George. I don't know. Sec- I-, I don't know if I'll be able to resist Zach Levine next season with you. Ah, Zach Levine's oh. been really good. All right. Okay. Could, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if some some managers pick him first round, late first round. See, so Zach Levine is my second and round pick n- of choice next season. Another not sexy pick is ano, uh, Nikola Vucevic. Oh, I've always been a fan of Vuce, so I I don't know um, if, if he reaches me within the top twenty five. I don't pass. Yeah, yeah. I don't pass. Definitely. That was my strategy this year. I got the non-sexy picks. I got Butch. I got Rishon Holmes. Actually, fell to me at ninety something. Oh God! Congrats! Yeah. Are you winning? My leagues. Are you winning? Yes, I'm number one in the. In He's killing league. it in every league. I, 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 that was my strategy. I was getting Chris Middleton at the forty something pick. I got Rishon at the ninety something pick because. This was the this Chris Chris Middleton. That's another player, I guess. Not not sexy pick, but I, I like him also because he's always always healthy. So, so Komish, you're you're Komish of that league. Komish, yes, is yes. that why they call you Komish? Yes. So Komish, invite, invite, huh? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> invite. <laughs> so that somebody will take your not sexy picks away from you. No. <laughs> <And> you get, <laughs> but someone stop you from getting away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's part of that league. You didn't get those. No, I'm 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 bad at the, that league. Uh, really bad. Uh, the, tough luck. I had AD. Uh, lots of injuries as well in that in that league. But was able to swing AD for, I think, uh, Gobert. Gobert. Uh, right when he got injured, so it's not a bad deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean that that was that was actually pretty good already. I mean. Yep. In, in in I've only seen one um AD transaction where he was uh traded somebody traded Holmes for AD. That was that, that's that's kind of, I mean early in the injury. That, yeah. that, that was fair because you know it Holmes is like baby AD if you think about it. Yeah to, to a certain extent. AD light. AD light yeah. without the assists and far less threes, but yeah, and far less scoring. Anyway, thank you, Eric. Thank you for joining us once again. It was another uh, great conversation and very engaging as well. And hopefully you win that lone league that you are uh, currently within uh, leading. You're leading it, right? You're leading it right now. Uh, I I am leading it. Hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yes, at least there's uh, that's the... Icing or the silver lining of a really, uh, what can you say, a disappointing season for well, you? Yeah, Is it? Silver lining in a sense, yes. But I guess that's the one advantage of spreading my my investments across multiple <laughs> leagues. Yeah. I, I'm hedged. I might lose. I'm yeah, losing absolutely. seven, but I'm winning this one and I'm getting over $1,000 if I win it. So Wait, that's not bad. That's that's a good pay, good yep, enough payday that's, that's for my great, that's already for my blood, sweat, and tears, right? So yeah, yeah. Cheers! To the, I mean, it was it was a good, um, it was a good effort. So yeah, yeah, it's, yep. it's it, it has its pros and cons. The the, the mini leagues. Yeah, 
yeah, one is getting to add certain players, and then by the time that you you mentioned that as well, uh, last the last time you came, and I've been experiencing that as well, uh, being too late in adding certain players because it was the last league I checked uh, on. So anyway, thanks Eric for joining us. Uh, hopefully, we get to invite you once more uh, sure, sure. later on. I'd love to be back at Thank the you. end of the season, Zagor, and and we'll or maybe. Uh, before the season ends. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Eric Ong of hoopball.com. And we'll see you again tomorrow for our regular daily fantasy quickie. Bye, guys. Bye.